fantastic. Hello, Ooh. you're listening to Scary Stories from Camp Roanoke. My name is yeah. Katie Wiggins. I'm Morgan Driscoll. And this is a podcast where we tell each other true scary stories in a casual manner. Um, hanging out with your girls. Making s'mores. Making the, s'mores. Around the campfire. We're around a campfire or an indoor in the cabin, whatever makes yeah, you feel more comfortable. Yeah, air conditioned unit. Yeah. Or sticky and humid and you're just a Aww. bit, a little bit uncomfortable and your Sophie shorts are sticking to the back of your thighs, mm-hmm. but... And you're like, why is the uniform shirt this color? Of course, I'm going to sweat through. <laughs> the palest of yellows. Um, <laughs> it's our PE uniform with like the mustardy yellow top and the blue bottom. Because those apparently are necessary together. I did want to say something. I spent this morning, the past, I spent the past hour um, on Sims. Doing Good. the most Katie thing in the world. I was building a historically accurate New Orleans <laughs> mansion. <laughs> of course you were! It's taken me about an hour just to get the bones of it up. Uh, and now I'm going right. to start decorating the interior. But it's extremely impressive, I would say. And, oh my uh, god. Yes, so. Is there a way you ought to like Snapchat me a video of it or take some screenshots to show the world? Because I'm very interested. Oh, I don't know if you can. I can screenshot share it absolutely, and I can take pictures. Oh yeah, it's it's Hell very yeah. beautiful, and I keep like, I keep like leaning back in my chair and looking at it and going, yeah, <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> I love. Well, I feel that. like a real builder. I'm like, I did that. Damn, it's nice. That's come a up fine with a very home. extensive family backstory for putting oh, someone absolutely. in the house. Yeah, I Good. decided on an elderly couple because oh. uh, who else would appreciate like such a beautiful historical home other than me? You could put a ghost in there. I, I literally could. I think I'll put a graveyard in the back. What a great idea. Oh, oh my God. I'm going to surround the go. graveyard with weeping we willow go. trees. Oh. <gasps> So southern, oh. so beautiful. The front, Hell yeah. the front gate already has palm trees. Oh my god! Oh, yep, sold. Mm. Sign me up. If architecture wasn't the most boring field to possibly study on Earth, also I've heard I that majoring it. in it is incredibly difficult. Oh, my uh, brother's girlfriend majored in it. My brother majored oh, in right, interior yeah. in um, industrial design. Oh, it's fucking ridiculous. You have so to take a lot of no thank you. Yeah, you have to take a lot of like science, physics and all this shit and there's a lot of boring Gross. draft work you have to do and it's not as fun <laughs> as building a really cute house on Sims. Yeah. I would love to Nothing take a history of our archi- Well, that's true. That is there is <laughs> the highest bar you could possibly reach of enjoyment. <laughs> Is folding your arms and looking back at a structure you've built <gasps> virtually. Virtual reality sims. <laughs> it's already practically virtual reality. And if True. I was in that world, I would never come out, so. Good point. <laughs> Not great for my real life. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to oh, well. tell you a scary story. Thank God. <laughs> I'm ready to be spooked. Lights up. On Washington Heights up. No, that's a musical reference. A musical I've never even seen, so everyone ignore that. We're going to talk <laughs> about... Wait, let me reframe. Okay. 
It's a little later in the day than we usually record, and the caffeine has had a moment to take effect, and I'm just very sort of gently shaking. Um, (laughs) I'm going to tell you a story from the show Rescue Mediums. Yes, 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 yes. I talked a lot about it last episode. It's fucking fantastic, and I thought I had to deliver. So I chose episode 31, Ladies of the Night, is the, na- <gasps> is the name of the episode. Mm-hmm. Now, this takes place in Halifax, Canada. I don't know where Halifax is, so I just said Halifax, comma, Canada. <laughs> I don't know what province, region. <laughs> Was your last story in Canada? Or is this a deja vu moment? I have... No idea. I have no wow. idea at all. Either way, Canada. No, it was in California. Spooky. It was in Bodie, right? I think we just talked about how we don't know anything about Canada last episode. Okay, okay, okay. And yeah. yesterday I was okay. in a bookstore, and there was a book that said A Short History of Canada, and I passed right oh. over it. <laughs> And instead, I chose medieval arts and crafts. I uh, wish that was an option. You, yeah. Yeah. So, rescue mediums are in Halifax, hmm. wherever that may be. <laughs> <laughs> and they're joining a family called uh, family members, including, up to and including, Jen and <laughs> Frank. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I love those names together. So Jen and Frank. Jen is a sweet, gentle woman. She's got nice curly hair, brown. She's a white lady. Really just sweet. And you just know that she would be nice to hug. What's her age profile? 35. I'd put her. Okay. About. Yeah. Um... She experiences most all the stuff in the house. Her husband, Frank, Frank, he's got an accent. I don't know if he's just so Canadian he sounds foreign. Oh. Or if he's literally like from Iceland. Because his mm. accent is like almost Scottish, but then also you're like, are is your First language, not English. Okay. I, I, that If that makes any sense at all. Yeah, yeah. If you Have you ever watched uh, Maria Bamford's show? Uh, the, I've watched a couple episodes, but I haven't, like, but I I love the woman. Yes, Maria Bamford, what an icon. So the man yeah. who plays her boyfriend and later husband, he's mm-hmm. from Iceland or Greenland, and he okay. speaks extremely similar to this guy, Frank. Okay. Okay. So that's how I know. Um, so Jen says she wakes up in the middle of the night and I'm just going to run through like what they've experienced. And she woke up and thought that there was a hurricane because the bed, hurricane, (laughs) not in Canada, an earthquake. Uh, she thought there was an earthquake, uh, because the, the bed was shaking so much. Like the bed was just like fucking going and it was like banging against the wall. She could hear it. That was terrifying to her. Right. And they have a child named Miranda uh, who says that there's a man named Charlie that walks around and that he's an older man. 
How old is their kid? I don't know. Young enough. I think probably really young because I don't think she, I think she's just been like, oh, that's Charlie. Like he walks around. Like I don't think she knows that it's unusual. Because I feel like if you're born Miranda, you're born 14 in my mind. (laughs) So I was like. You're born loving Lizzie McGuire and having stickers all over everything. And you're already, Mm -hmm. you're a tween. There's no adult (laughs) Mirandas. There's no children Mirandas. You're only tweens. Um, Mm -hmm. So then, so we've got Miranda talking about a, a guy walking around. And so they've got, so it's a beautiful historical home and they've got like a whole bottom sort of basement level that they rent out to tenants and they had a former tenant who claimed that she had been like smacked on the ass multiple times anytime she was like completely alone in the house like she would be like goosed and um that's also sims talk that's an option if you would like to goose someone i think it just means you just squeeze her butt that sounded like the Canadian term for it, so I... <laughs> Goosed all over the place. Goose the hoser. Goosed him, and then... Oh, there's a show at UCB coming out called uh, Hockey Cops, uh, which I'm oh. going to go see. They literally... I saw a preview of it at, at a improv show I saw at UCB, and during the intermissions, they just, like, skated around on rollerblades, passing the puck to each other, like, hardcore, on the stage. Midwestern what? accents. It was... I, Incredible. Oh. Okay. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, and they are very Midwestern sounding. So she claimed to be smacked on the ass a bunch of times. And then the Jen and Frank are relaying this because she's a former tenant, doesn't live there anymore. Mm-hmm. And Frank is like, <clears throat> yeah, but she was also a, a permanently stoned Japanese art student trying to be a sex therapist. So, you know, I don't know how much I believe her. And I was Frank. like, um, Frank. um, um. Literally none of those adjectives are a reason to disbelieve someone ever. Yeah. Frank, you fucking hoser. <laughs> I I don't I don't approve. Why does I, being I was sold on Frank and now I'm not. Now I'm not. I just like don't think someone being like high all the time is like enough of a reason yeah. to think that they would just be like Oh, I'm just stoned, and I don't know. I think a ghost just smacked me in the ass. Like, I don't know. I don't care. Also, why did he have to include that she was Japanese? Yeah, really. Like, there are several things. It's like, that's unnecessary. He could have just said, she does drugs, so I don't fully trust her her perspective. And that would have been less insulting. Still not great. But honestly, if there was ghost experiences happening, and I were stoned, I'd probably be more likely to be like, I'm just stoned. Yeah, you have to like have a lot of yeah. If you were yeah. fucked up, it take a lot happened, to convince you. You would be more likely to be like, "I'm just fucked up." <laughs> like, I think yeah. I'm just too high because nah, I swear man. I just felt someone grab my. Ass. I'm good, man. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna pass. I feel like I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's even more of a reason to believe her. Yeah. Um. Right. God. You must trust the stoners. Always. Oh, she's Japanese. She doesn't know ghosts. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, well, she's a Japanese, so, you know. What the fuck, Frank? What? Yeah. Okay. At least in color oriental. Oh, I've re- I'm reading a book that was written in 1972 about modern art, and it said some shit like, the Russian philanthropist had an oriental cast to his eye, which was emphasized by Matisse. And I was like... 
an oriental cast to his eyes. Uh, Can we just say it was almond shaped? <laughs> Why? Okay. Uh, For the record, yeah. oriental can only describe rugs and <laughs> vintage perfumes. Yeah, I was having this conversation with some friends because I feel like the people who say oriental a lot of the time don't understand why it's offensive it's a lot of old people who grew up saying it and they're not trying to be mean there was but like a, a freshman in, half of the time a freshman in my sociology class that i joke about all the time said like and what about the orientals and like everyone oh. in the class was like Ooh, oh like what small town did you fucking grow up in kid yeah. it's good oh, that you're God. in this class yeah anyway Ugh. Ugh. okay so he is extremely skeptical Mm-hmm. So then, and rude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Enter, which makes me question, Jen. Does Frank have any like fucking qualities that we can hang our hats on? Because right now, mm-hmm. he just seems I'm like not an super asshole. Sold on him. Yep. He just seems like the typical ghost show husband. That's like, oh, you're just mm-hmm. a woman. <laughs> I was sold on Frank, but now, I expect I picture him wearing a. A green flannel shirt that's tucked into some pants that don't quite fit him right. He's, that's how I picture. He's him. actually pretty handsome. He's got a he's shaved head totally. Um, now I'm picturing Walter White, <laughs> cuter and younger than Brian Cranston, which pains me to say, but it's true. He's adorable. I know, but somehow okay more okay okay. So enter psychics Jackie and Christine. Yes. As the seasons have progressed, they have slowly become to resemble each other more and more. Oh, that's how that's how we're gonna grow up. <laughs> Hell yeah! So, um, <laughs> so they're two British women, mm-hmm. short hair, reddish short hair, in a very oh. sort of like spiked, fun, like kind of angular early two thousands look. Oh, I you love might it. see someone with like the platform flip flops. Oh, the uh, platforms. Wear this hairstyle. But they're very sweet and wonderful. And also, they do often match clothing-wise. Uh, they'll wear, like, someone will have, like, a light blue sweater. And then Jackie will have a light blue scarf. Or they'll just wear literally the exact oh. same shirt. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. They're a team. They're a team. Gotta have a uniform. <laughs> So before they even meet this couple or go to this home or do any of it, they sit down with each other and they have a little premonition chat. So do they do it on site? No, they're at like a hotel or like at one of their homes. I'm not really clear on it. Canada is fucking massive and they seem to be jumping all over the place. So I don't know how they ever get the chance to meet up and but whatever. So what they get from these premonitions is spirit child. A strange death, and then the uh, someone I think it was Christine, who's a really good artist, did a drawing of a of a little girl with like curly hair, really sweet looking. Uh, Jackie gets the sense that there was a death due to a storm or a hurricane or some sort of destruction, mm-hmm. some sort of violent destruction. They got the sense that something lives under the house. Oh, no. And then uh, Christine was like, someone or something? And Jackie was like, something. Oh. These are British women, by the way. I'm not just deciding to make them British because I love it and it's in Canada and it makes no sense. 
<laughs> these women are in fact British. <laughs> oh my god. Right. Uh, Something. Yes. Something. And then they get the sense that the people that live in the home have felt like they were never alone. That they were feeling feelings of being watched. So, finally, uh, they decide to, to, they're headed to the house and they're walking in, knocking on the door, wearing some kind of matching sweater sets, and they, uh, they finally meet Jen and Frank. Now, they ask them a couple questions when they're in their living room. They ask, now, before you ever moved here... Did you ever experience anything paranormal? And Jen is nodding fervently and Frank is like, no. Now I got the sense that there is something under the house. Any, and then like Frank made some like dickhead joke and then everyone was like, huh, yeah, we'll see. (laughs) Can he leave? (laughs) I'm going to ask him to leave right now. I think once you follow me into the back, we're just going to get you in the back. We're going to talk to Jen. <laughs> so then uh, Jackie is like, I've got a school connection. Any school connection? And Frank was like, no. And then he was like, well, I used to be a teacher, but. <laughs> but no. <laughs> uh, but I'm not now. So no connection. So no, never have, never will, no connection. Never even went to school except for all the years Myth that busted. I did. <laughs> but that doesn't And count. when I taught. There, but not anymore. So. And I'm still enrolled. But <laughs> this is a school, but no. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so then, so then they were like, oh, so there's no connection and you used to <laughs> teach it to school. Well, then, which I love. Love when they're sassy. Um, oh, good. So then um, they, they basically run, show them the picture that they drew. They run through the, the same thing, the, the premonitions with them to mm-hmm. see if there's any sort of significance with them for any of the stuff that they saw. They did get some significance. The woman said, Jen said that she, uh, that the picture of the little girl kind of meant something to her. It seemed significant. So they're like, great. Well, then y'all get out of the house. We're going to walk through and and see what we feel so everyone that lives in the home gets out of there and they have free reign to just walk into every room and to see what they feel so they start outside and in the backyard they say that they feel like an energy line i'm not really sure what that means maybe it's like ley line something like that but they feel like there's something significant in that home, in the ground, mm-hmm. and that they feel actual, like, heat coming off of the ground. Hmm. Yeah. So they head to the basement. And there they feel the spirit of a little girl who leads them to sort of follow the energy line. And they can't really get much from this little girl at this point, but they do feel a little girl. Then mm-hmm. they start to feel dizzy and weird And they get this sense from this room that they hadn't been in before, which is in the basement area. So this is the the area that they rent out. So they're like, why don't we go into this room? They open the door of the room. Boom. There's a fucking altar. (gasps) Oh! 
<laughs> what? And it's not just a normal cutesy Pinterest Wicca altar. Mm-hmm. This is daggers mm-hmm. and swords oh. and and that is normal in Wicca practice, but this was seemingly more sinister. Like um, they were actually seeing it or they were seeing No, no, it it was in the room. Do Jin and Frank know? I don't think so. Cause this is where the tenant lives. So they're in this fucking room and they're like, uh, uh, looking at all these like burnt to the nub like um black candles and all this shit and they're like, oh fuck no. <laughs> we need <laughs> Well, here's your problem. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh witchcraft. I uh- always <laughs> I, uh- witchcraft's the problem. Always <laughs> is. Turns out in these parts. Mainers are practically Canadian, so let's all concede that. That literally is the only reason I've never been to Canada, because my dad says it's just Maine. <laughs> Imagine Maine, but forever. But <laughs> forever into the distance. That's Canada. Lots of it. Lots of it. Ah. <laughs> uh, no, I, if they have Dunkin' Donuts, then we should just connect them and call them all Maine. <laughs> No main, old main. <laughs> well, keep on going south till you reach East Main. Go on for about a thousand eight hundred miles. <laughs> You'll reach a uh, new main. <laughs> There's like five people. <laughs> One of them, Stephen King. The other two are my grandparents, and the rest are farmers. The end on Maine, or maybe fishermen. <laughs> And then, like, one yeah. sweet old gay couple. I think that's just <gasps> yeah. Maine, right? Yeah. That's it. Nope. So, that's so funny. We always go on the longest tangents when I leave it at literally the most. <laughs> like, people right now are like, I'm sorry, daggers? Uh, and then I'm like, daggers. you know what's funny about Maine? <laughs> literally, this my favorite Northeastern state. The stupidest, like, <laughs> tangent. Like, hot takes about Maine, where, like, everyone is like, okay, but, like, who is there, like, pentagram? Like, what are we working with? And I'm like, probably fishermen. (laughs) Ah! Lobster. Anyway. We've, we're, there's enough punishing of our listeners. Um, (laughs) We open the door, there's an altar. So they said, we need to talk to whoever lives here. Yeah. The next shot had me in stitches. Lights up on this tenant. He is a slanky, sallow-faced white dude, brown hair, fucking snaggletoothed, dead behind the eyes, smiling benignly. Me. Hi, yeah. Almost. It's me. <laughs> and it's like, oh my fucking God. This oh, guy? Good. Of course he's a fucking... Ugh. Of course that guy. So they're like... And these women are super understanding. They take everything in stride. In certain other shows, especially with psychics, when they find out that someone's used a Ouija board or anything like that, they're like, oh, never do that. You can't ever do that. Oh, you've done that. (laughs) You know, like they flip shit when they find out about this stuff. If they've already done it. They probably know. Now they're aware. (laughs) Not to do it again. Yeah. But these women are very 
They keep that to themselves generally, Good. which I Good. respect. But with yeah. this guy, no. I wish I okay. <laughs> so this fucking guy. And um they decide to talk to him. So they're like, "Do you practice any sort of um Wicca?" And he was like, "So not Wicca per se, um witchcraft." And they were like, Right. Oh, Great. Well, that's what we like to hear. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Great. So you've distanced yourself that box. <laughs> from the um the 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 nicest kind. Good. So yeah. um do you Ideal. ever experience anything um paranormal? Would you I'm say? gonna say probably yeah. He says that he hears snatches of conversation around him all the time. Did they say his name? Mm, no. His name's Thomason. I don't know if that's a name, but that's what that's what his name is to me. Anyway. <sighs> okay, good. Got it. <laughs> Snatches of conversation. And uh, and they were like, "So, have you come to this witchcraft on your own or has anyone helped you?" And he was like, I've had many teachers guide me to my practice. Oh. <laughs> uh, and I was like, mm, oh. who are you, dude? Get a fucking oh. grip, man. Because I God, hate girl, everything about you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dicks. I don't like that. Me neither. I really don't like the tone that he had. Ugh. Anyway, he sounds like he has brainwashed himself, but He's with nothing, he just brainwashed himself. Many people guide him. Ugh. It's like, dude, why do you need witchcraft? You're a good yeah. looking, nice white dude. Get a, Go get a job. Like you, you, everything is open to you. Why do you Wicca need to even. manipulate reality? <laughs> like, why do you need to sell your soul? I hey, can understand. Help me get a job. Exactly. <laughs> People that are a little more disenfranchised, being like, "Oh, I don't have access to a thing, so I'm going to to do the unthinkable." It's like, dude, move to British Columbia, mm -hmm. start a salsa company, and you're done. Like, whatever. God knows they don't have any salsa there now. It's a niche market. Corner it. <laughs> Move to New Maine. <laughs> colonize. <laughs> he could have colonized all of New Maine by now. Mm -hmm. Instead, mm -hmm. he's fucking around with daggers. Mm -mm. Ugh. Mm -mm. Boys. Anyway, so they're like, have you used any protective spells? Wait, it was so funny. It was like they were talking to like... Either the biggest idiot they'd ever met, which they they may have definitely felt that way about him, or they were talking to like a six year old who like oh had just seen something horrible. Oh my god! So, Show me on the doll. So what sort of protective spells have you used? And he was like, "Oh, I use salt. I've salted the entranceways and used quartz crystals." And they were like, "Right." And that's have you it? felt that that's worked for you at all? And he was like, mm, yes. 
Honestly, that's probably just keeping it in the room. <laughs> so what you've done... <laughs> You've contained it. Is created a hellish portal to the lowest echelons of the underworld. No, that's not what they said. Uh, But wow, that would have been very fun. You have Mm -hmm. created an escalator to the seventh circle of hell. Talk about a bad tenant. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you miss your Japanese sex therapist now, huh? (laughs) Instead of the scent of weed smoke coming up, you've got like fire and brimstone. Mm-hmm. Anywho, we got souls in limbo. So he seems rather um, odd. Correct. Uh. Um, but uh, he doesn't seem very confident in the protective spells he's done. He was just like, well, <laughs> uh, and uh, he was like, seems to be working. You know, keeping them at bay. You know, he's like, that's why I only hear like snatches of conversation and not, you know, just full on ghost Armageddon in my room. I feel like he's fine with it. I don't think he wants to keep it away too badly. Well, he's a, any, I pardon the phrase, but evil witch. <laughs> he, he's consciously drawing negative thing. Like, uh, he's okay. a cold hearted snake. Look into his eyes. Is that a reference to something? Yeah, it's a Paula Abdul song. Oh, okay, good. Great. <laughs> good. Should have assumed it was Paula. It's always Paula. <laughs> this fucking guy. Honestly, I don't really know too much about paganism, but I would know mm. more about it than your average Yosef. And I understand Wicca, but I don't really understand the distinction of straight up witchcraft and the impression that i got from the mediums was that wicca is something that they could handle and that witchcraft is much more like ambiguous in terms of like well wishing because in wicca you're not supposed to wish any ill on anybody you're just supposed to Worship the land and nature. And and, and do significant rituals that uh, are in line with the, the moon and the sun and the mm-hmm. and how the world naturally turns. And I think it's something everyone can get on board with. Definitely. And there are plenty of books in bookstores now that are like $40. And it's like, how to create your ritual space. And, I, and it's like for like 32-year-old New Yorker millionaire women that are like, mm, I could invest in an altar. I could get some cute crystals. <laughs> I saw so many of those books yesterday. And at first I was like, ooh, healing with aromatherapy. And then like every single picture was of like a size two tan white woman, like oh, being like, mm, I finally feel connected. And it's Eucalyptus like, and men. like, I want it my Wicca book to be illustrated in 1978. I want it to be dusty. Dusty as hell. And um, not so accessible or appealing. <laughs> Instead of not your grandma's Wicca book, I want your great grandma's Wicca book. Your great grandma's Wicca book. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so apparently he is distanced himself from such practices, and mm. I, I, hmm. he mm, might mm. be a bad witch. <laughs> <laughs> Only takes one to sell you the bunch. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, so they're like, right. Well, thanks so much for talking to us. Yeah. 
been informative. This has been interesting. <laughs> I'm honestly surprised they weren't just like, we're just going to quickly just sage around you. Just yeah. to keep you far from us. We're going to put you in a plastic bubble. <laughs> Do us a favor and sit in this corner for the duration of our stay. We're just you gonna... and Frank, <laughs> we're sending you to we, the backyard. We've got a project for you boys. <laughs> Look, we're trying to build a shed, but we can't figure it out. Why, I bet you could have a crack at it. And then they're like, oh, well, great, of course. Well, you're doing it all wrong. And they're like, yeah. great. Well, why yeah. don't we just leave you out here? <laughs> it takes them months. Oh, gosh. Okay. Hmm. So um, they move up to the main homeowner's area. It's got like a totally different vibe. And, um, well, there's no daggers for one. And, um, and, and uh, Chris picks up on a gentleman in like a turn of the century suit. He presents Charles? himself as Charles and he seems oh. extremely jovial and he's actually affecting Christine to make her she's like, I feel like I'm drunk. He's he's putting this on me. I feel oh. like I'm drunk. <laughs> and they're just laughing, which I've never seen. Um a spirit be that happy. What a good guy. Yeah. And they and then that she's like, he just seems so happy, and and he's drunk, and he doesn't seem distressed. He's he seems happy to be here, although he has no idea where he is. <laughs> to die drunk and be a drunk ghost might be the best way to go. There it is. So then they move into like the stairwell, like at the top of the stairs, and Jackie is talking, and then Christine just like busts out laughing and Jackie's like what? and she's like as you were talking just then I've just seen a couple gentlemen and ladies just running up these stairs to go into some of the rooms I'm sorry but I think this is a brothel oh and then she's like she's like I think that's how Charles died I think he was here at the brothel and he must have died and then they just like erupt into giggles they, they think it's so funny. And Jackie's like, oh, wash your mouth out. Like, they are so oh just God, amused. Oh, dainty and sweet. Yeah, that they're just like, oh, prostitution. <laughs> so, um, uh, and he, he seems happy and not eager to move on. It seems like he has moved on. But he's chosen to come back just back. to visit, just to be like, hey, I fucking loved it here. <laughs> this was <laughs> this was a good place. I've been to heaven and I prefer this. <laughs> it's not as good as this brothel. It's really not as great. Those Canadian women. So oh, sturdy. <laughs> so. Legs like tree trunks. Legs. Ah. <laughs> Get a good woman. Wider than she is tall. <laughs> That's a new main woman. <laughs> More lobster than human. Anyway. <laughs> oh, Lord. So then someone else comes up to them. It's this child again, this little girl. What is she doing in the brothel? She's. It's a different time than mm, that. Mm, okay. Or actually, it may have been the same time, but we'll, we'll see that okay, it doesn't okay. matter. <laughs> 
Like the end of a Goosebumps episode, your queries are irrelevant. (laughs) (laughs) So she, um, this little girl is affecting Jackie and she's showing her like a brick wall that like she can't see the the end of like it goes on forever in front of her and she's Mm -hmm. extremely confused and like so agitated she doesn't know where she is or how she got there and she is the kid is agitated yes the child doesn't know how she got there she's so confused and she just keeps showing jackie a wall a never-ending wall and um and she's communicating to Jackie that there was some sort of crash or some sort of destruction while she was walking to school. She was walking to school and then something happened and then now she's here and she doesn't know how she oh. got there and she's so scared and confused, which is Little so horrible. Nugget. I know. Yeah. And so Jackie tries to help her go into the light. They always start by imagining a like a candle wick and then she's trying to draw the spirit to move forward. And um and as she's doing that, she's reliving her last moments basically. Oh. And she hears a loud noise. There's loud noises everywhere, some sort of explosion, and she basically has like her last breaths and then she moves into the light and she's gone. And then Jackie just breaks down crying because yeah. it's always so sad when a kid, when a child, when they're trying, they were talking about how it's always hard when it's a child because they're so confused and they yeah. just don't, they just sort of like, I don't know, trapped in this dream world and they don't understand how it's where so to go. sad. I know. She's been there for years and years and years. But they mentioned that there's no time in spirit. So like mm. these spirits that have been there for 400 years don't feel that okay which makes me feel better because a lot of times there'll be somebody that's like super unwilling to cross over and then they'll have family members that are like please cross over come with me come with me and then these people are like no i won't i'm still mad about this or i'm still traumatized by how i died and i can't get over it i don't want to move on and Mm -hmm. and it'll take like decades to get these people moved on Mm. So, Christine and Jackie are just holding each other, comforting each other on the top of the stairs. And Christine is telling her, you know, she's okay now. It's always sad with kids, but she's okay now. Mm -hmm. So, the findings. They've wrapped up that. They found out what the spirits are, what's going on. And it's time to sit in front of, um, to do historical research to see if anything backs up what up, what... (laughs) what up backs up <laughs> what they found and uh, and to tell the homeowners so they sit down with jen and frank thank god that other fucker isn't there <laughs> so um so charlie in the front room is the same as charles the man in the suit who was just there because he was happy and loved a good, good fuck <laughs> and uh and uh, that was the guy, the older man that the little girl was seeing. He's just running around happy. Uh, he didn't know where he was and he didn't care. <sighs> then they mention that this may have been a brothel. So then they bring out this old map of the home in the area from like the 1800s. Or no, like the turn of the century. And she was like, 
she was like so so here's your house and then like across the block she was like and here is um the soldiers quarters so oh. so there would have been um brothels all along <laughs> the back of this um the back of in the back streets of of your street so yeah <laughs> <laughs> They're very sweet and comforting about it, but it's um. <laughs> and then, oh my god, I forgot to mention the most ridiculous part of this fucking television show. The narrator sounds like Skeletor. I don't know <laughs> where yeah. the fuck they got him. Oh god! But then I they go that. to like a still of like Halifax at the turn of the century, and he was like. Halifax was often seen as a port arrival New York City. There were many sailors and soldiers that came to Halifax. <laughs> so there are some who have never seen the shows that I do impressions of or who have never really been shown like a side-by-side -side comparison of my impressions and what I'm doing an impression of. And I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I'm very good at that. So yeah. you may think that what I just did was an exaggeration. It was not. That I, is yeah. what the man sounds like. It's insane. And I don't know for, what fucking tone they're trying to strike. For my knowledge of Skeletor, spot on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, I love that. Right. And he will just intermittently... He tries to draw the spirit into the next world. It's. I didn't think you could sell me on the show anymore, but you keep doing it. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Oh, I love it. So, uh, dee dee dee. Right. So then they talk about Jackie's sense that there was a, a destructive, sudden disaster, like a hurricane or an earthquake or something. Mm-hmm. They find out that actually what happened was a munition ship that was filled with wartime explosives crashed directly into another ship in that port and it obliterated two kilometers radius out from where that is. I don't know what a kilometer is. <sighs> Never heard of it. Sounds unpatriotic. <laughs> Sounds puny. In America. And different. I don't like it. We speak English. So, um, probably a distance. Eh? And, ah. and a lot of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's halfway across New Maine. If we don't know. I remember correctly, I think it's just a little bit longer than a mile. Okay. Well, then. Or a meter or whatever it is. I don't know. Definitely not a well, meter. That's like three feet. <laughs> You're right. It I think obliterated it's the mile. town square. <laughs> of the literal square in the middle of the town. So, <laughs> the famous town square, the square that everyone loved, the first square in New Maine, <laughs> is gone now because of this munitions ship. Uh, no, it uh, killed 1,500 people. Wow. So, no more jokes, Morgan. You stop that. <laughs> so, um... Never. But yes, it did. It it, it destroyed oh, wow. everything in a, we'll just call it a two mile radius. Yeah. Uh, and it just killed a massive amount of people. The little girl said she was on her way to school 
in range in this area would have been affected by the explosion and then suddenly there was a loud noise everywhere and then suddenly she could only stare up at a wall that went on forever oh god what they think happened is she was a little girl walking on her way to school and the explosion happened at nine in the morning so that's consistent with walking to school time Mm-hmm. And it went off and she was killed and she had no idea what happened or how to move on. Aww. So little nugget. They don't mention their creepy ass tenant. Which they is, don't tell Frank and Jen about the tenant? They may off camera, but they don't They probably had some choice words. <laughs> Uh, yeah so and then at the end Frank was like I really appreciate all all you've done you know you've done very good work and and I just appreciate knowing more about my home you know you've done a great job and it's like okay nice Um, cop like what where the fuck uh, did you come from I don't don't believe him what are we supposed to be excited that you approve of us all of a sudden (laughs) so they celebrate in the only way you can possibly imagine in Halifax. They got on a horse-drawn little chariot thing and took a tiny bottle of Prosecco down to the pier. Uh, where they Seriously? then... I swear to God, this is what oh! they did. They got in a goddamn horse-drawn <laughs> chariot, went to a pier in Canada, and uh, drank a tiny cup of Prosecco and then cheered... The spirits. Jackie and Christine left another house well to do. And they thought they'd enjoy another kind of spirit. <laughs> I'll get you, He-Man. <laughs> and the search for the ghost of He-Man continues. <laughs> that was like a New England skeleton. <laughs> yeah, well, well. So they're perfect in every way. That's rescue mediums, man. There are episodes that are much more dramatic, much more emotional, much more like people getting overcome by spirits and then talking for them, which are really fun. But I chose this one because of the sheer variety of spirits they encountered. I love because they didn't even try to help that other guy move on. No, because he was moved on. He was just visiting. You can come back and visit once you've moved on? Of course. Yeah. Well, I guess you can come back and, like, guardian over people and say little things. I didn't think you could stay as long as it seems like he's been staying. I think you can go back and forth. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, if that changes your afterlife plans. <laughs> I'm gonna hang out with that guy. Yeah. Hey. So... So that's what's... Brothels, am I right? Yes. That's beautiful. <laughs> they do exist. Uh, correct. So yeah, that's that's Rescue Mediums. I love it. I need to, to watch all of them. Definitely. But don't. I well, don't. actually, honestly, if you watched literally all of them, there's so many that I could do one and you probably wouldn't remember what happened in that's it. That's true. Yeah. My um most recent, the show that I'm going to devote my time to because I'm on season 23 out of like 29, I think, of The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start watching Reno 911. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Because I never watched it 
I know my parents did, and they watched it when I was old enough to, like, not watch it, and I saw a clip on Facebook of the the blonde lady, mm-hmm. Rhonda, I don't know what her name is, and there was this drunk cowboy, and she was trying to, like, find out if he was drunk, and they were doing, like, dance choreography, oh, yeah. step, and he was like, hit, what if you did step, barrel hit. roll? Bah! Yeah, and then he was like... She was like, wow, you're actually a good dancer. And he was like, well, I'm just drunk. I'm and she drunk. was like, like ah, you're under arrest. <laughs> and then I, I I knew I needed to watch it. Yeah. I've been watching Cold Justice, uh, which has been intensely rewarding and fantastic. And I just love listening to cops talk about cop things where they're like how they find deem someone if they're trustworthy. I love evidence <laughs> i love like whenever whenever <laughs> man the, i love evidence whenever they're able to be like so we got it back from the lab and there was a full male profile on the hammer and then everyone is just sitting and waiting and she's like and that belonged to joe salazar and everyone's like oh <laughs> what <laughs> our least likely suspect and then they're like let's go get him boys Let's go get them. And then they're driving to go fucking make the arrest. And I was like, oh, God, I wonder how they're feeling. Because literally, I would avoid confrontation at all costs. So I wonder if they're, like, happy or weird. Or And they get him into the car. And they're like, would, y'all, would you mind just coming down with us to the station? And he was like, I don't know why. I mean, I've already answered all the questions. And then the guy goes, yeah, but just for a little more. And then they're driving. And <laughs> the driving detective is like, it is a beautiful day out here, isn't it? It is just nice. And I was like, whoa, this guy is gloating. He <laughs> loves this. Like, he's so happy. Oh, so it, it made me realize they probably love taking somebody in because they're like, you are fucking toast. Yeah, we have know. DNA evidence. You're done. Oh, it's so fantastic. Oh, I love it. Speaking of hammers, I've I've been telling Katie I've been having strange dreams Mm -hmm. many nights now. I had a dream last night. It was just a brief, brief, brief part of my dream. But I had a viral video and I only saw the like caption of it. And it was like, I stapled a hammer to a potato. And that was my viral video. Staple a hammer to a potato. I mean, it's possible. But honestly, I'm not going to recommend it. I don't think that was a prophetic <laughs> dream. I don't think that would go viral. Mm-hmm. No. But I appreciate your openness. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, I think that's about as much as we can extend this. I love it. Oh, Lord almighty damn. Oh, I love it. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I cannot get over a new main. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord yeah. almighty. Okay, I, well, I, I off to it. play The Sims because I'm an adult. Uh, <laughs> y'all have a spooky night. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. We have to plug oh, our fuck. social media. I, I totally forgot. We have to plug things. Oh, we have to plug things. Okay, uh, if you have a spooky story of your own, Send it to us at letters to camp at gmail.com. If you want to learn more about when we post new episodes and fun stuff, follow our Instagram and our Facebook. Instagram is definitely more active. Follow us, Scary Stories from Camp Roanoke. You can follow me on Instagram at Low Country Cookin', but it's spelled L E A 
you as the low I'm, because I'm pretentious yeah. and I like the French word for it. water and I thought it was a funny pun. I like it. I I think a little I'm, bit drizz. Yeah, I think there's an underscore in there. Underscore. But if you find Katie, you can find me. Also, I wrote a haiku that I'd like to share. Okay, please. That's okay. Mist spreading through night, darkness peers around corners. We're on red bubble. <laughs> We are in Redbubble, so if you would like a, a <laughs> mug or any other fun merch, go to redbubble.com and type in our stuff. There's a lot of fun stuff in the works, a lot of cool extra stuff, so extra uh, stuff. keep your, your ears perked and your them also to the ground. And uh, Perked in the ground. Perked down. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then that'll probably yield some good things. <laughs> Great. <laughs> So uh, now, have a spooky night. Filled with restless dreams. Of haunted things. Goodbye. Goodbye. Phantom Podcast Network on downrightcreepy.com. Follow us on iTunes and SoundCloud for more creepy shows. <laughs>